Hey guys, this is Mo Sider from the Detroit Red Wings. You guys listen to Lockdown Red Wings. You're Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome back to the Locked On Red Wings podcast. I'm your host, Brian Fisher. With me today, as always, is Scotty Bentley, the other host here at Locked On Red Wings, and also host at Locked On Tigers. And Scotty, it's a good day. It's a beautiful day. I uh, we, we got content, baby. What a beauty. Content for days. Detroit Red Wings, all signs are pointing that they are going to finally retake the ice. After, what, a solid two weeks off at this point? Nearly, yeah, it was the last time they played was December 18th. It'll be 13 days since their last hockey game. It may only be 13 days, but it's felt so much longer. And it's just such a relief that they're going to be back on the ice. Coming back, only missing Nick Letty. He's the last one on COVID protocol. Um, everyone else is back. That's not actually injured. Obviously, Troy Stetcher, Mitchell Stevens, uh, Jacob Verana continue to be injured, but LCA on new year's Eve is Stetcher still hurt. Still hurt. Okay. Cause I saw some weird stuff on the timeline about like, I don't know, maybe it was like rumors or rumbling that like he was trying to get back to, or maybe it was just off COVID or something. If he was on that list, I don't know, but I, I'm, I mean, we got a relatively about as healthy of a squad as we've had all year. So yeah, pretty much we'll, we'll, we'll take it. Well, well, first got to thank you guys for making us your first listen every day. We are free and available Always. on all platforms including free and YouTube. available, including YouTube. And, uh, yeah, uh, they're going to play the Washington capitals. And for the first time in 13 days, we can do a game preview. And they've already beaten the Capitals once this season, two to one in overtime, thanks to the boy Dylan Larkin. Uh, how are we feeling about this game, Scotty? I mean, I'm just pumped to play some flipping hockey, man. I, nice, I nice you know what I mean. You know, I'm a pro these days. <laughs> I mean, for real. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm just happy to to actually be playing some some hockey at this point. Uh, Caps are a good team. We've uh, we've played them. It, like really kind of interestingly in the past. I mean, we had the one game where Ovi didn't get off a single shot, which is mind boggling. Uh, but we still lost that game. And, and then, you know, we like, we've played them decently this season. Uh, but I mean, I mean, they are, they are clearly the, the superior roster. It's just, I, I, I could really care less. I'm just happy to be playing. Yeah, the two teams are one and one against each other so far this season. Um, Red Wings beat them three to two in overtime. It was a they came back from a two zero deficit, and then the Capitals beauty came to Detroit and shut them out two to nothing. That was not so much a beauty. Uh, that was a that I remember that being at at the time you said it was probably the worst game of the season. Um, and then they continued to lay more eggs down the road and got worse and worse. The Predators game, the Dallas the game. The Preds game. I still think that Preds game is the worst game of the season comfortably. That was uh, horrific. But so we know that these teams, can, they compete with one another. It's close games either way. You know, 2 nothing, 3-2. to two. Um, They are capable of holding Alex Ovechkin down. They've shown it in the past. Let's hope they can do it again. Uh, and in terms of Washington Capitals, 
COVID situation, for the most part, uh, they are pretty solid. The other day they got back Backstrom, Kuznetsov, Oshie, and Wilson, which are huge parts yeah, for of sure. their uh, forward core. So they're they're looking like they're in a pretty solid position roster-wise. So are the Red Wings, all things considered. The only last player remaining on the Red Wings COVID list is Nick Letty. Outside of that, it's Mitchell Stevens, Troy Stetcher, and, of course, Jacob Brano, who are injured. And, you know, Alex Nadelkovich is going to be back in net. I just I, – I have a feeling first came back at LCA on a New Year's Eve game. I expect LCA to be very packed tomorrow just because everyone's on – everyone's off tomorrow. Like, no, you know, no one's going to be at work except for me because I work I, – I work where people go when nobody works. <laughs> So I, I think the atmosphere is going to be perfect for a New Year's Eve victory. And you're going to be there, baby. I'll be the there. Boy, the boys will be buzzing and Brian will be buzzing. I got to support my uh, my new best friend, Jaff. Jaff, baby. Good old Jaff. Yes, you do. Damn right. I would expect that Alex Nadalkovich would probably start in that too for the Detroit Red Wings. As he, I, I know, would imagine. He's yeah. just the starter now. Yeah, he's the starter, and obviously we haven't played in whatever almost two weeks. So, um, I would, uh, I would assume the same thing. Uh, honestly, at this point, if he, if if Grice were to for some reason start, that would be a a shock, a, a, a big thing. Yeah, that would be like a big deal. I, I fully accept, expect that's the word, uh, Ned to start. I mean, the first line's all intact. That's that's a beauty. That's the that's the line that's been producing the most. So that's that's obviously great. Um, and I, I mean, like, really, most of the all everything, right? Like, we, we we're we're as healthy as we really have been. Sans Letty, so uh, I, I, I like they should, you know, they're rested. <laughs> they're gonna be well rested. Uh, hopefully, they can uh, go out there and compete. You know, there's also the flip side, which is like, oh, we haven't played in two weeks. Maybe we'll we'll be a little rusty, but. Uh, the Caps have already played a game, right? Yeah, they uh, played on the 29th, and they won 5-3 to three against the Predators at home. Um, so, yeah, and they got, a, they got a game today. They got a game today against the Detroit Red Wings. So, yeah, that's against where it gets Detroit in- Red Wings. Detroit Red Wings. That gets interesting, though, because of exactly what you said. Obviously, there's no momentum for the Red Wings. The last game that they played was two weeks ago, it was a great game. Dylan Larkin's first career hat trick, Bertuzzi had two goals, like a fantastic performance from the hockey Very team. That, that, there's no momentum from that. It was two weeks ago. Meanwhile, the Washington Capitals just got a win um, on two, on the 29th against the Predators, so they do have some momentum coming into this game, coming into LCA, where they've already t- you know stolen a win so far this season. So they're, they're first place in the Metropolitan Division. So and I don't think anyone is thinking this, but by no stretch of the imagination, is it going to be an easy win for the Detroit Red Wings? They're a scrappy team. They're a young team. They're, we talked about this when we were talking about Jeff Blashley yesterday. This is a team that, that competes, and we've talked about it all season. It's a team that competes with anyone on any given day. But they need to show up and be, you know, be ready for the fact that their first is basically a season reset for them, all yeah. things considered, and the Caps have already played a game, and especially with Alex Ovechkin on the team, who's chasing a goal record, you know, you cannot take them lightly under any circumstances. You have to go out there and, you know, play like it's your cup final almost to get off on the right foot. Yeah, big time. And and I am really interested. I know this is kind of backpedaling. I'm at, I am really interested to see how Ned does 
You know, I mean, mm-hmm. he's been he's been so used to because he was kind of handed the the one solid starter role. He's been used to playing so frequently, um, and now getting all that time off. It'll be interesting to see whether that's good or bad for him. Um, but I, I mean, you could say that about the rest of the team too. But you know, goalie's such a specific position to be able to hone in on like that. Um, really, the the biggest thing for me is is just going to be how they play Ovi again because I I mean shut down (laughs) right like they had like they have you know what I mean even even in the loss like they have uh they they have shut down Ovi and have shown that that's a a thing that they're capable of doing so that's uh that's gonna have my eye most of the game but uh, you're assuming fresh legs uh, you're, you're assuming every, everybody's going to be amped and ready to go. I, I, I have no reason to believe that, that this is going to be a poor performance. I, I mean, the, like I said, there's a chance that there might be a little bit of like shaking off the rust type of thing, but this is also a team that put up what five or six goals on opening night in, in the, in this I'm season. Lost. So like, yeah, but you know, uh, so I, I don't know. It'll, it'll be a, it'll be a, uh, again, really just glad that, that they're back. Well, and one thing I do want to mention, you said that it'll, you know, rest them up. And I think that actually is something that can't be understated for the rookies. Uh, You know, they're not used to playing the NHL caliber uh, full season length. So guys like Raymond Sider, Nadakovich, this might have been a welcome, you know, change of pace. Like get two weeks off, um, help mitigate the strain that is on their body. This could help them in the long run actually continue their um, hot seasons just by the fact that they're not getting worn down by the long 82 game season, but they had two week break right here in the middle of, uh, December when they were only supposed to have like three or four days. So I think that could help them. And then on the front of shutting down Ovi, you know, with Nick Letty out, that just opens the door for Dan Renouf to come in. And if Dan Renouf's out there, Ovi's not scoring a goal. If Dan Renouf's out there, nobody's scoring a goal. It's, <laughs> it's over for the league. We've been over this. We've been over this great, greatest, greatest defenseman of all time. How are the uh, Oracle senses tingling? They're they're in health and safety protocols. They're, I'm noticing they're the Oracle the Oracle tingles have not been around lately. We haven't played in two weeks, Brian. I'm just saying. I don't, know, I don't know what you I don't know what you want from me. We haven't played in two weeks. What am I gonna Oracle? I'm gonna Oracle people like getting put on health and safety. That's what I'm gonna Oracle. Yeah, sure, do it. Hopefully, no one. Uh, that, that's a that's a horrible thing to oracle i'm not or- oracling people <laughs> getting sick that's not happening oh man <laughs> anyways guys built bar built bar it, it's the new year so that make that means new year's resolutions if it's yours it's if yours is about getting fit or eating healthier make sure you include built bar in your plan built bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar maybe even better than that candy bar definitely built bar makes it easy to stick to your resolution because it's it tastes so good you'll want to eat it unlike other protein bars that are chalky waxy or chemical even like that's that's what words, came to my mind just took the words right out of he oracle the ad read uh it's it, it gross, tastes like a chemical spill. most of them are gross built bars not built bars are covered in 100 real chocolate that's why they're not gross that's why they're so sweet and delicious yet they only have 130 calories with four grams of sugar four net carbs and 17 grams of protein Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories with 30 grams of sugar and dozens of net carbs. Um, Even if you're not a huge fan of working out, you can at least eat something that tastes good and is good for you. 
That way, when you enjoy delicious Built Bar, you can almost you can almost count that as a workout itself. So go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Checks him into the high spot for Scandella. Passed across. Saved by Nadelkovic. Oh, what a diving stop. Alex Nadelkovic, what a save. That'll play into their feet here at Little Caesars Arena. Caesars Arena. Caesars Arena. Oh, so good to have hockey back. So good to have hockey back on a New Year's Eve game, which, Scotty, means we got to do New Year's resolutions. Have to. Uh, New Year's resolutions are going to be just things that we want to see from the hockey team coming into the new year. Um, I guess we're giving players and giving the team New Year's resolutions to do for us. <laughs> this is your New Year's resolution. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're voluntelling you that you need to do this for us. Um, they're not going to be like, I. we're going to try and steer away from like bold takes. We want to stay in the realm of realism, things that we could actually foresee happening with this hockey team and, in its, and its individual uh, parts that make it up. Uh, Scott, I don't know if you want to go first. You got New Year's resolution? Yeah, I think, I mean, we talked about it a little bit before we started recording. I think one of the ones that I would love to see is Larkin finishing the season with over a point a game. Love it. I think that would be um, a very – it would be a great sign for the fan base. It would be a great sign for the organization. And he's still so young. Like, people forget how young he still is. And with uh, with that building block as the team continues to get better and just ha- knowing that, like, we have a 1C and then that debate of, you know, what caliber of center he really is and, and to uh, really solidify himself like that would just, even if we miss out on the playoffs, would just be such a, such a big thing for this team going forward. I mean, yeah, because he has been a player on this team, and that's such a good resolution too, because it's such it's attainable for him this season, especially with his line mates. Um, yeah, that is something that Dylan Larkin is a player that the Red Wings have been trying to build around since he got drafted, uh, since he made the team as a 19 year old, which Lucas Raymond did as well. He is the guy that they want that to happen with, and he is finally showing that he is capable of it. We've seen flashes, then he would have a down year, and we've seen flashes, then he would have another down year. For once, like this is like he's on pace for the best season he's ever had right now, and everything has come together for him, and it, and it is something that is very much attainable. For me, my New Year's resolution is also about a forward. My New Year's resolution for the Detroit Red Wings would be Philip Zadina, finally filling the back of the net on a consistent basis because he's a guy that is polarizing. We mentioned it all the time. We, we had a whole episode dedicated to Philip Zadina and his slow start. And that a guy who has all the tools who just can't seem to get it together. Now he's bumped down to the third line is Vlad Nemestikov having a career year on pace for a career year, at least has replaced him on the second line. He's a guy who has all the tools, but just can't seem to bring it together. And my new year's resolution is him to bring it together and become that top six asset we need. Yeah, no, that that's uh, that's obviously a great one, and and if you're ever like struggling for Twitter interactions and really just want like a bunch of likes and retweets and replies, just tweet anything, good, bad, middle of the road, literally anything about Philip Zadina is a hockey player, right? What and did you just say? Literally, I mean, like it's it's remarkable how uh, how much how polarizing he is within the fan base and 
and everyone's opinion of him and such. And that, and that would be the, the thing is with that one is not only would it just be great because we drafted him high and whatever, but that would the, the entire outlook of the team going forward. Cha- I mean, changes immensely if he can figure it out and, uh, it, I, we can hope. Yeah. You have any others? You got another one? Uh, I think, I mean, like the easy ish one would just be like, I would love to make the playoffs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and like, you know what? And we're trying to make new year's resolutions that stay in the realm of realism right now. That is in the realm of realism. That's huge. I'm just saying like we ball. It, it, we ball. It would, uh, it's, it's just, it's been, it's been so long. It's been, our, the city's last playoff team was the Pistons, what, four years ago now? Four 20, seasons ago? 2019, I think it was, when they made yeah. it and got swept by the Bucks. I was at game three. Four? I'm sorry about that. Three or four? I was at the game where, where the, the, the crowd started chanting, refs, you suck, and Blake Griffin started chanting with us. Whatever game that was. I was in the crowd for that game. It was a blast. That's so, <laughs> like, it, it just, it's been a long road for the Wings. It's been a long road for the city. Every team has bottomed out over the last five years. We're, we're, we're trying to claw back into contention, but it's, it's, it, it would just be nice. And I, like, there's no reason for anyone to care about the draft pick anymore. Like we're we're too yeah we're at this point in the season if you're still like oh we need to like that's ridiculous we're too we're too high up in the standings at this point we're too we're too far up we're too deep into this at this point in the year to to really care about the draft pick at this point so I, I know it's a lottery sport whatever blah 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 I I don't really care like I I I would much rather take a a, a first round exit at this point than like a half percent chance of getting the first overall pick. Well, and pretty soon here, shortly, we're going to have to have a conversation of buying or selling at the trade deadline. That is an episode yes. of conversation that's going to be coming up here soon because I, coming into the season and throughout the first couple months, I mean, I've said this team is, you know, not a playoff team. And, you know, I still think in the end they'll fall just outside that playoff range, but they are slowly swaying my opinion on that. And we're getting close to the trade deadline. Like, do you sell when you're this close to being competitor, but do you buy when you still have key pieces you're missing? Like it's, it's a definitely a good conversation to have. Um, I my other new year's resolution would be for them to improve their road record because they're stellar at home, but horrible on the road. And that plays into the, the, the whole day. We need to be a playoff team. If they need to be a playoff team, they have to start winning on the road as well. Your Absolutely. best hockey teams in the league win on the road as well. Most hockey teams, in the league, actually, almost all of them have a better home record than in a road record, but your best hockey teams in the league also have pretty solid, at least right. decent road records. Starting's road record is abysmal. And if they want to be a competitive hockey team that the next you know, step. makes the playoffs, you got to win on the road. It's the next step for development, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Any other, any final ones? Or you, you got yeah, more? I got one more. Gotcha. It's Giovanni uh, Smith, more minutes. Well, if Phil Zadina doesn't <laughs> complete my New Year's resolution, it's quite possible that he does. Giovanni Smith, as many minutes as possible. That's the dog. All right. Got to talk to you guys about Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football ever. continues its march through the college bowl season as Michigan State wins the Peach Bowl on a pick. What sit. a game. 
Well, it was a really good game, especially game. that the ending was fire. Um, and pro football playoffs, Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use their promo code locked on to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. Oh, big hit. Adam Ernie just stood up Beauvillier. And in comes Oliver Wallstrom because you can't put a good hit on in the National Hockey League anymore. I guess that was about as clean as you'll see. Final segment of the Friday edition of the Locked On Red Wings. Uh, we haven't done this in a while. Uh, we, you, we have been having a lot to talk about every single day of the week. We were midseason, but because of the state of the Red Wings just finally getting back to it, we can finally do a how do you feel about it Friday. It's been a long time since we've done it. And, uh, Scotty, I got one right off the bat for you. How right. do you feel about Great. this sweatshirt I'm wearing? I love it. Are there people that don't? Oh, wait, what the hell? There's no T. What the hell? Wait a minute. The Deroit. I, I, uh, I, I didn't even realize. What, what happened? Is there a story? Or is it just old? Uh, no, it's brand new. Um, I'm just a huge fan of the Deroit Red Wings. It's I got it new. out of the damage bin at work. I mean, that's kind of heat, honestly. No, there was there was. You can label it as vintage. Just be like, yeah, this thing, this vintage. It's got the the faded winged wheel on the side, so you. Could. I actually, I I mean, I I I mess with it. I actually like it. You're like, there are people who don't. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, and there were two in the damage bin at work, and so one was missing the T, and the other one was missing the I, in Detroit. So the other one was Det Rot. So we had D Roy Red Wings D-Roy and Det Rot. Better. I think, that, I think you it rolls the right off the tongue one. better. Yeah. Deroyt is I better. Picked it. So I just wanted to get your opinion on that. Uh, if you guys want to see my Deroit Red Wings sweatshirt, Deroit. make sure you check out our YouTube page. Uh, Locked it's on a, it's Red a Wings. sweet sweatshirt. How do you feel it, about mine? How do you feel about mine? Nice. Could do without the Lions logo, but you know, other than yeah, that. Yeah, I got it at Ford Field. Oh, wow. Slight flex there. I you mean, like years ago. <laughs> um... Okay, Happy New Year's Eve, Brian. Thank you. Happy New Year's Eve. How do you feel about Michigan versus Georgia? Oh. And how do my I feel house, about... My mouse is hovering over the leave call button. <laughs> you, bet, you better not mess this up. So how, how do I feel about the outcome of the game, or how do I feel about the game in general? Yes. Okay, so the game in general, I am pumped for the fact that a Big Ten team is representing, and that it's Michigan at that. Michigan. That, Michigan. That, um, that, that is incredible. Um, there's an argument to be made that Michigan should have been, you know, you know, one seed. But there is. And SEC has had a terrible track record in bowl seasons this year, but yep. I cannot guarantee, I cannot oracle a win over Georgia because that is, that is a hell of a matchup. It is. Georgia is, you know, right beneath Alabama as the, you know, best SEC, SEC team in college football. 
And uh, it's going to be a tough one for Michigan. Not saying they can't do it. I mean, they got Aiden Hutchinson on their side. But uh, Big A, ooh, baby. It's going to be it's going to be a tough one. It is. No, it is. And uh, I'm I'm very nervous for it. I'm terrified. Um, but to you know, we're gonna after the game's over, whether they are celebratory ginger ales or uh, or coping ginger ales, we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a fun night after the game, regardless, and go to the new year uh, with our heads high. How do you feel about Moritz Sider spending Christmas with Dylan Larkin? I mean, I love it. Lucas Raymond's got to be a little salty, but I, I absolutely love it. Well, the boy had COVID. He was on, he was outside on the outside of the window knocking, like, let me in. Yeah, let me in. You ever, you ever see the Eric Andre shirt? Uh, Eric Andre show? Yeah. Let, it, let, let, me get, in. let me in. Let me in. Let me in. Lucas Raymond on the outside of the house. Friendship with Moritz Sider ended. Dylan Larkin yeah, is my new best for real. friend. The memes that Red Wings Twitter was coming up with for that were hilarious. There was, so, there was one. The I, man, I forget who tweeted it. I hate not giving people credit, but... Somebody tweeted like a, um, a picture of like a somebody, some marriage got broken up due to a cheater, and uh, they had like a big sign on their door yeah, that said "Welcome that. Home, Cheater." <laughs> somebody's it, it, like Raymond when Cider comes home or whatever. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. How uh, how do you feel about the year two thousand twenty two, Brian? It's coming at me fast, man. I, I like I'm still I see the year 2020 and like logs like my chat log for example in my group chat I'll see the year 2020 and I'll think be like oh this is earlier this year and I'm like click I'm like no dumbass it's 2021 and that means it's like oh it in one day it's gonna be 2022 like it like like Smash Mouth said the years really do start coming and they don't stop coming and then like, you hit the ground running. Uh, that, yeah, that's what I did. Absolutely. <laughs> Hit the ground running. <laughs> it's just like we're all still trying to cope with like early 2020 stuff and like trying to process it. And now it's 2022. The year paused or the world paused for a year. Yeah. Like I, everything stopped except for, you know, in my life expectancy. <laughs> <laughs> for real. Jeez. <laughs> I probably shortened it because of the, the pandemic in more ways than one. Yeah, uh, seriously. <laughs> So I finished King of the Hill okay, and uh, I moved on to a new show because I just, I, in the morning when I'm getting ready for work, I like to put on a show and watch a couple episodes. I do the same thing. Yeah. Um, I've moved on to arrested development now. Interesting. Okay. Uh, So I, I have not watched, um, but I have a lot of friends who have watched my sister loves it. Yeah. It's really strange because I didn't know how old the show was. And Michael Sarah's in it. And Michael Sarah's that actor who always looks like a child, no matter how old and he is. And plays like the same role in every yeah. single movie. The awkward teenager. In. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, huh, this is Michael Sarah. And I just assumed it was like actual, like 30 year old Michael Sarah, like it always is. No, he was a legit teenager in Arrested Development. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's like, oh, wow. I'm actually watching Michael Sarah be act his age. Like this is this is him. No, but the show's hilarious. David Cross uh, is hilarious in it. Um, it's got Will Arnett in it, who also uh, more recently played BoJack Horseman. I think he played Batman in the in the Lego movie. You like BoJack? Oh, I love BoJack Horseman. Love BoJack. Great show. Great show. Um, I'm a big. I'm, I get a lot of heat for this. I'm a big like adult cartoon guy. That's oh, like me. one of my That's... one of my favorite genres. Yeah, bro. I'm. Don't even get me started. I'm deep in the game. Don't, I'm don't deep even in the get game. me started. <laughs> we, we, be, we'll be here all night. 
<laughs> I love it. I'm, that makes me happy. No, um, that's uh, yeah, that that's a show that again, like Arrested Development. Like I've seen, um, like obviously I know of it. It was huge when it was on, and and uh, I, I've seen a couple of episodes here and there, and I know like the premise and stuff, but I I've never watched. Um, but I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll have to jump on the train okay. so we can talk about it. To give you a frame of reference, when this show started airing, it is so old that it predates flip cell phones. Oh, wow. I, so it was on for a minute then, eh? Yeah. So it was, you know how cell phones went through that evolution? It was really big. Then they got like tiny. It's about yep. like this big. But they were like little, little pocket. Right, yeah. And then they um, got bigger phones. again, yeah. But then they became flip phones. And that mm -hmm. was all the rage. And everyone had a flip phone. And then iPhones became a thing. This predates flip phones. They're all like the Nokia, like right, yeah, like the phones, tiny little like the like, brick, yeah. little brick. That they that the show season one, all of that. It's it's crazy. Like you that's, see that, that's and it's crazy. Like it, it just uh, it shows its age when it does that. Sure, sure. Uh, any final? How, how do you feel about it? Or no final? How do you feel about it? But it's finally game day. Game go, day, baby. Go blue, baby. Go Are blue. You, if uh, if they lose which they won't, but if they do go blue will no longer be my, my final words until next season. If they win, I am going to be a problem. An absolute problem. Well, the game kicks off at the same time puck drop. That You're is right. Like, that is a horrible problem. I got, I got, I got two screens. I got two phones, one for the block, one for the load. All right. I was about to say this was a problem, but, during the Big Ten, Big Ten Championship game, there was also another game that was happening at LCA that day. I can't remember if it was Pistons or Wings. But so we have the big screen behind the register, and then we have like TV spread throughout. Whoever was in command, like in the command center, put the Big Ten Championship game on the, all the TVs that were throughout the building and just left the Wings game on the big, big ones. Like somebody knew. Somebody knew what they were doing. So I, I fully expect that college football playoff game to be on the TVs around the arena while like the Wings game is on the jumbo yeah. screens. I, yeah. They better be. They better um, be. And you know what else better be? You guys heading over to Lockdown Bets. Make them your second listen every day uh, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. And it's hosted by your boy Q. It's free and available on all platforms. We will be back with, oh, my God, Scotty, two game recaps oh, thank on goodness. Monday. Thank goodness. It's, we're back. We are back. We, uh, we ball. We Oh, we absolutely ball. In case people forgot. We still ball. I can understand why they forgot because there's that those 13 days, but I still, don't. I don't ball. understand how anyone would ever forget that we ball. We absolutely do. You uh, best know. Same time, same place. It's your team. Every day. Every day. You're locked on Red Wings. Your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.